0: comment and share.
1: Hey, 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 good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks.
0: It's V, The Gorilla Economist, coming to you solo, dolo, you know how I rollo. It's the one and only monetary monkey of mayhem. You can find us over at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at RealRogueNews. Rogue News on every single podcasting app, New to Humanity, where you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. CJ will not be joining me this morning. He has some business to take care of. Hopefully, he will be on at 2 p.m. with us when we go live with Matthew Eret at 2 p.m. And, folks, if you need to get a hold of, you need to get into the Discord, email cj, cj at roguenews.com, cj at roguenews.com, and he will let you into the Discord. Now, with that all being said, I hope all you are doing well. It is another day, and there are balloons and UFOs and all the other shenanigans. And the grift keeps rolling. Yes. You know what, Balazs? Here's the thing. You know, Balazs said V versus the mute button for today. V wins. Yes. He's absolutely right. So far, so far, Bill, I am 2-0 and against the mute button so far this week. I've been 2-0 and against the mute button. I've been 2-0 and against the end broadcast button. I haven't, you know, nuked the broadcast last two times so i'm proud of myself so I, I, I hope i hope that this uh winning streak continues i hope the winning streak continues anyway i hope all you're doing great i guess we could do a little a uh, little more or less casual today um and you know we could take some i could take some questions uh don't no, no, not the revenge mute please don't i can take some questions from the audience from people that are in the live chat. if you have any questions geostrategic geoeconomic geopolitical let me know. I am one of the smartest minds out there when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I can definitely uh, give you my two cents worth. And uh, my two cents worth is it's, it's, it's worth a lot. It's worth a lot. Anyway, guys, I don't know where to begin today. Uh, we can talk about. um, Yes. Uh, we can talk about um, Sidewinder Missiles taking down these planes. What do you guys think is this this whole dis- destruction is all about, right? I mean, we had the Seymour Hersh article. I mean, John uh, Michael Karma said it best right there, distraction from US blowing up Nord Stream. Yeah, 100%. And the funny thing is that distraction is never for the world. The whole world knows that we've blown up Nord Stream too. The whole world knows this. The distraction is never for the world. The distraction is for us, the American citizen. The distraction is for us because you have to keep the grift going. It's all about keeping the grift alive. Keep the grift alive. It's not keep hope alive, folks. Just keep the grift alive. In fact, that should be a campaign slogan. You know, have have some uh, you know some politicians' portrait. You know, make it in almost like that Norman Rockwell type style, right? And. Um, Underneath it, just put grift instead of hope. And that's what people need to understand that they're voting for. The grift. So yesterday, folks, we had the fourth airborne object which strayed into the U.S. airspace on Sunday afternoon over Lake Huron, resulted in the Pentagon scrambling the F-16, fighting Falcon as these potential balloons have been deemed hazardous to civilian aviation. But what the U.S. officials described as an unidentified octagonal object wasn't taken down so easily. With the first Sidewinder missile fired from an F-16 reportedly missing its target, each AIM-9X Sidewinder missile cost the American taxpayer a whopping $400,000. So a 10-minute air engagement probably ran us maybe $10 million. You're talking about a million dollars a minute. That's that's how we roll because we're exceptional, stand. Uh huh. Bill, I like to one of these days. I got to have Bill on. Bill, what, what are they changing now in terms of inheritance rules? This is gonna this is gonna be sick. This is gonna be sick. But it, that is the key. My concern is uh, Green or Jer Green is saying my concern is what happens when the West loses Ukraine. I don't think they're going to. Go quietly into the night. Well, the spinmeisters are in effect, Eugene. They are in full tilt trying to spin, uh, you know, this loss. This is why, uh, you know, Tony Blinken is out there floating a trial balloon. He's out there saying, hey, you know what? We're going to offer an off-ramp to the Russians. You know, the Russians have to, you know, give up all the territory, even give up Crimea, and we'll make sure that Ukraine doesn't join NATO. And this is this is the vacuum that the Western leaders live in. These are miseducated idiots. This is the, also the reason why you have uh, also the uh, uh, Rand Corporation. The Rand Corporation is out there stating that, hey, you know what? Um, we're you know we're, we want to uh, figure out some sort of an off ramp. They don't want to come out there and say, hey, you know what? We've been completely wrong. We screwed the pooch on this one, guys. We, everything that we pro, we, we projected would happen, didn't happen, and it completely blew up in our faces. They're not going to come out and say that. Why? Because they need the money. See, once you understand that everything about the West is not based on reality, once you understand that everything about us, that we are a country being led by miseducated morons and uneducated morons on top of that, right? More miseducated than anything else, right? Because they're idiots. The more you realize that, and and, and that the whole scheme, right, there's no war machine in the U.S. It's a joke. We're an overpriced, barely-functioning thing. Now, this weather balloon that they took down, right, this weather balloon that they took down, that it took two Sidewinders to hit, blah, 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 well, it just shows you that the sidewinder is a piece of crap missile. It's not very good, just like everything else, because it's not about being a good missile here. It's about keeping the grift going, and that's what it is. Keep the grift alive, and this is what they're trying to do with Ukraine, right? They know that when, when the, they are trying to spin, I'll tell you right now, there's two things that are happening right now inside the boardrooms, inside the, the quote-unquote intelligence agencies, and I use that word intelligence very euphemistically. There's nothing intelligent about American intelligence. It's a joke. A terrible, bad joke, intelligence agencies. Oh, God. Nothing intelligent about them. There's also, let me, let me give you a little bit of hint of what's going on in the Pentagon, the DOD. They are trying to right now spin away, right? Because the United States doesn't know how to fight a war, okay? It does not know how to fight a modern war, and they will lose in a modern war against a professional army. And you can see the the, the proof is in the pudding. Every professional army that they have taken the time and trained for for years fold like a cheap suit. Acts the Georgians in South Ossetia. Acts the 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 Afghan uh, defense forces in Afghanistan. You know, acts the, uh, the, the, the 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 various other proxy armies that they've created and and and, and, and trained that folded like cheap suits. And now acts the Ukrainians, Ukraine. The most powerful military in Europe was Ukraine, you know, barring nukes, right? Just talking about conventional forces here. And they got steamrolled. Okay, they got steamrolled. Now, these idiots are trying to look for, how do we walk this back? Why? Because the West is not about fighting an actual military war. The West is about fighting a propaganda war. They're fighting a public relations war. Because the war, you have to understand, the purpose of war, and the purpose of economy, the purpose of education, the purpose of con- uh, of politics, all of this is one purpose. And what is that purpose? To keep the grift alive. You got to keep the grift alive. Give, give grift a chance. Open up your heart and let the grift out. You got to keep the grift alive. And if the grift don't fit, then you must quit. I'm on a roll this morning. Because that's what the whole purpose is. Well, these idiots, see, the problem with grifters, right, the problem with con men, and that is what you have in Washington, D.C., that is what you have in Wall Street, that is what you have in the Defense departments. that is what you have in the Intelligence age. Con men, con men, con men, con men. Con men everywhere you look, con men from the foundation to the topmost dome, con men. I remember my stints in the financial sector, right? I remember, you know, working for a prominent bank in New York with a major headquarters in Connecticut, right? Oh, yeah. I remember my time spent right off of uh, right the offices right outside of uh, um, Washington Square Park, right near Wall Street, right, not too far from NYU. And I'm over there, you know, trading strategic metals, you know, and, and, and rare earths and whatnot. And every time I encountered these guys that were working at Bear Stearns at that time, right, working at, at, at JPM and working at Goldman and working at Morgan Stanley and, M- and Mother Merrill, I, you know, I'm flabbergasted. These guys, even though they are incredible, proficient traders, they're economical dunces. It, it befuddles me when I sit across, even today, somebody who's managing a trading, somebody who's managing a hedge fund, and my head spins that they know jack shit about jack shit when it comes to how the economy is actually supposed to work. They know jack shit about jack shit about global economics and how how markets are supposed to function. But they're damn good traders. They know jack shit about jack shit about geopolitics, geostrategic anything, and it, and it befuddled me. Why? And, and the reason why is they're miseducated, and that's what you find. You find miseducated people on Wall Street, miseducated people in the Defense Department, miseducated people in the intelligence agency, miseducated people in politics. Why is they? Why are they miseducated? Because the entire mechanism, the entire engine in America, which used to be for prosperity, which we used to be for liberty, which used to be an engine that would create wealth, an engine that was lifting up the poverty, the downtrodden, and bringing them into the middle class, is now an engine that's all about the grift. The problem with the grift, the grift benefits the few. The problem with the grift is that it decimates the middle class. It destroys the working class, and it makes everybody poor. And so these grifters, and the problem with the grifters is that they are because again they're confidence men, and when you get a whole bunch of con men, and in, it's incredible to see this. I've, I've seen, I've witnessed these types of circles. I remember doing some, uh, you know, back in the uh, 2016 and 17, and you know, and whatnot. I, I remember doing uh, the OTC trading days where you know people were trying to broker Bitcoin. I had some institutional clients, and this was before things became really institutional and clamped down, and you know, people were trying to find you know, Bitcoin and try to find a buyer and try to match them with a the seller. And you have to go through these broker chains of broker jokers. And they're all bullshit artists. I mean, you, you sit there, you, you watch one idiot, you know, they're you know sending uh, paperwork back and forth, back and forth to another group of idiots. And at the end of the day, you find out that there's no buyer or seller on either side. It's just idiots passing documents and paperwork one toward another. They were buying and selling to themselves with no real buyer or seller on either ends of this entire deal. Why? Because they're confidence men. They're con men. They believe the hype. And that is what you have. You have circle jerkers who have circle jerked everyone. Like the Rand Corporation. The Rand Corporation comes up. They go up to the United States Department, the DOD. They go up to the politicians in D.C. And they they <laughs> nice, squeeze out a nice glob of lube and they start their circle jerk. Oh yeah, both hands. And they circle jerk everybody. Right? And they tell everybody everything's going to be fine. You know, Russia's going to fall. The sanctions are going to work. Russia's going to be every Tuesday. Russia's running out of ammo every Tuesday. They're you know they're failing. Oh, their army is so impoverished. They're dying of hyperthermia. They're dying for lack of food. They don't have enough uniforms and blah 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 blah. And we're going to win. We're going to win. And now things are looking bleak. And it's laughable to see what's happening in Ukraine. It's laughable because these idiots are talking about F 16s and, and 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 leopards and all this other stuff, folks. Let me explain something to you right? I've owned plenty of cars. I can get into a BMW. I can get into a Porsche. I can get into a GTR. I can get into a a, a pickup truck. They all drive the same, right? The the, the mechanics are kind of all the same, so you don't need to be retrained. So if you drive a pickup truck, you can drive a sports car. If you drive a sports car, you can drive a sedan. You can drive a sedan. You can drive an SUV. There's no, there's no, you know, you don't have to relearn how to drive a car, but it does not work like that with war machines. War machines are completely different. Because in war you're dealing in high stress, and what happens when you deal in high stress? It's all about what muscle memory. And we found this when we're, you know, when 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 post-Soviet bloc, when the you know the Soviet Union fell, and we had East Germany and West Germany. And I remember when 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 uh, when East Germany had MiG 29 fulcrums, right? And the the, the East, you know, Germany still has a uh, a handful of first generation functional MiG 29 fulcrums, right? These are Russian aircraft. And the East Germans were trained on MiG-29 focus. Now you have an integrated air force, and you're trying to get these East German uh, fighter pilots. Excuse me. These East German fighter pilots, they're trying to get trained on American F-4 Phantoms. They're trying to train them on on Panavia tornadoes, right? And all of a sudden, in high-stress situations, these guys are screwing it up. They're failing badly. They're failing badly, and then oftentimes in the simulated conflict and on-flight simulators, they're crashing into the ground. Why? What's happening? Because the guys who are trained to go full tilt in high-stress environments in a MiG-29, when it comes to that high-stress, guess what? They're in an F-16. They're in high-stress. They go back trying to trying to create or trying to make the F-16 behave like in a MiG-29, they fail utterly. Because these two planes, unlike cars, have two completely different flight capabilities, angles of attack, you name it. Okay, the buttons are in different places, the 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 sticks are you know, the the control stick is in a different position, right? The throttle, the so on and so forth. The 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 behavior, the characteristics of the aircraft are completely different. The type of maneuvering you would do in a 20 in a MiG 29 is not the type of input You would put you could overcorrect on an F 16. You can hand fist an M29, uh, a MiG 29 into a corner. You try to hand fist an F 16 into a corner like that, you're going to overturn. You're going to commit too much into that angle of attack. You can crash into the ground. Same thing happens with tanks. Same thing happens with tanks. Oh, you don't want to train somebody on leopards and and M1A1s because they'll lose their train of thought and they're going to get smoked. But Western politicians will pledge these weapons. Western politicians, because they're miseducated, don't want to listen to reason because they don't live in reason. They don't live in reality. They live in the circle jerk confidence game world, the fantasy world of, of, of the con man. And they say, well, we got to put this through. <clears throat> Nobody's telling these guys, hey, you know what? Why don't why don't we just uh, give them more T seventy twos? Why don't we just get them try to get them more make twenty nines? Well, you know, most of them have been racked and destroyed. Why don't we just call this war off? No, can't do it. Why can't they do it? Cause con men, the way the United States government works, the way they military industrial intelligence media political complex works everybody's giving each other an iou the ultimate iou was given by the federal reserve by central banking and then that iou gets passed down you see this is the game and i want you to visualize this mentally i, I want to draw this out one day so everybody understands the con that is the United States. It is is a con, it is a fake country with a fake army and a fake economy and fake politicians. But real people. Because there's still real people that believe in the Bill of Rights, that believe in the Constitution, that believe in the historical significance of the United States. I, for one, I'm, I'm one of them. I am completely disenchanted. I don't, I don't know what this what's going on today. I, I can't recognize it. I can't I can't reconcile myself with what's happening today. So the IOU, the con men cannot pull out the con men are miserably failing so this is why they are 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 floating trial balloons of negotiation with russia on the terms as if the russians are losing they're creating these terms of surrender these terms of ceasefire as if ukraine was winning these people are deluded and after the Minsk Agreement was been shown and exposed to be a fraud by Angela Merkel herself and, 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 uh, and, and Macron and all the other idiots, after it was sh- shown to be an absolute farce, the Russians never going to negotiate with the West on Western terms. They're going to negotiate on their terms. So where does that leave us? They are right now The con men, because enough money has been made on the con. The grift has run its course. they got to keep a little bit more grift going because there's a new narrative being written. I'll get into that. See, the con men can't pull out and stop this and say, you know what, we made a mistake. We screwed up. We screwed everything over. We're idiots. We got this totally wrong. From nose to tail, we got it all wrong uh we're 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 stopping this war we're going to negotiate for peace well here's the deal russia can keep crimea they can keep uh the Donbass region right uh ukraine can keep the rest ukraine will never join nato it'll be remain neutral there'll be a new uh new election with new governments in place that'll be the right thing to do but you can't expect these idiots to do the right thing no 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 they got to keep the grift going why because the, because the central bankers has given an IOU to the politicians. And the politicians have given an IOU to the Defense Department. And the, and the DOD, the, the military-industrial complex, has given an IOU to Wall Street. And Wall Street has given an IOU to, to, uh, to the intelligence agencies. And they're all in on it. They're all selling each other the IOU. They're all circle-jerking each other. And the IOU becomes the most valuable commodity traded. And what is this IOU? It's an imaginary bullshit number, right? It, it, it's it's the fake profits that these guys are going to make because why? Stock valuations, uh, you know, wars, big business, so they can't pull out. Why? Because the IOU is too valuable, so they got to go full way. And what's their way in this? They 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 know they can't win a war. It looks pretty hopeless now. That's why idiots like. Zelensky is screaming from the roof. Give me the tanks. Give me the tanks. Give me F-16. Uh, give me invest in Ukraine. It, it's a good time to invest in Ukraine. Slava cocaine. Slava cocaine. He's saying all these things. And here's the deal. And he's expecting it Give it to me by August. If we don't have it by August, it we are finished. And his main guy, the, the head of the Ukrainian forces, Zalushny. Zilush, uh, What's Zalushny saying? Uh, we are losing bad. If you do not give us the, uh, more tanks, you do not give us more uh, uh, supplies, uh, we will lose very quickly. Probably in four months. They know it's over. So what is the West doing? Well, they're writing the narrative. And the narrative is not for the people of the world. The people of the world is already written off the United States. The United States is a joke. And the dollar is a joke. And the American economy is a joke. The American military is a bigger joke. And the American politicians are the greatest joke. No, 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 no. You see, the narrative is not for the world. The narrative is for you, America. For you, the American. The narrative is for the Canadian. The narrative is for the Europeans. The narrative is for the people in Britain. The narrative is for the people in UK. I'm sorry, in in, in Australia and in New Zealand. That's what the narrative is for. Why? Because they want to keep their fiefdom intact. They want to keep the financial fraud going as long as possible. As long as possible. Even if it means your life, your quality of life gets flushed down the toilet. Nobody's buying what they're selling. Nobody. And all that money that's being poured into Ukraine, all that money. And this is why this whole UFO and balloon... It was a cylindrical object that looked uh, very similar to a giant dildo flying through the air. But luckily, after firing one overpriced, poorly performing air-to-air missile called the AIM-9 Sidewinder, we were able to uh, shoot down the flying extraterrestrial dildo. Yes. Oh, China sending over weather balloons in order to spy on us. <laughs> Forget the fact that Chinese have some of the most advanced satellites in the world with qu- with encrypted quantum entanglement technology. No, 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 no. Forget the fact that they can, they have they have satellites that could read the type of brand of hammer that David DePape was holding in his hand when he cracked Paul Pelosi's skull in a beautiful fit. Of rage, it was beautiful just to watch Paul Pelosi lying there in his underwear. And why was he in his underwear? You can take a guess. Why and who opened the door? And who was this little person peeking out the window through the blinds? Who was that? You can take a guess. You'll never know the answer. All I know is that Pelosi came back to her house. Nancy, Nancy came in and Nancy held a seance or some sort to. To purge her house of demons. Yes. Right. Is that cleaning up the evidence? Is that getting rid of the evidence that's in the basement, Nancy? Was it was it that? Was it the chains that you had to get rid of? Was it scrubbing the blood of young children that are in your basement? Is that, is that what it is, Nancy? I mean, maybe that's what it is. I'm not saying that you are. But I've heard stories. This is what I'm hearing from third party. I'm not saying I believe it. But this is what I'm hearing. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But it was beautiful to see Paul Pelosi knocked out with a skull cracked. It was a wonderful thing. I loved it. I enjoyed every second of it. Because that's evil. And evil people need to be dealt with in a like manner. I'm not advocating violence. That's not what I'm advocating. But we've created an environment where these things happen. The point I'm trying to make is the Chinese have satellites that could read the brand of hammer that David DePape used on Paul Pelosi when he played hide the hammer. So they don't need weather balloons. So what's the weather balloons for? The weather balloons... The weather balloons... Are there for you? It mean, from China. Even though Chinese say, you know, these are weather balloons that gotten off course. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is. I mean, who who I haven't seen an official statement from the from the Chinese party. And even if it was a stupid uh, a weather balloon that went off course, it went off course. Who cares? And I'm sure they've given them notice. Hey, you know weather weather balloon, Of course, it's coming into your airspace. But the way it's being spun by the media, the way it's UFOs now and aliens. uh, This is how stupid Exceptional Stan has become. Exceptional Stan, we do stuff. So now we're all about aliens. And all of a sudden, the media for decades who have lambasted the UFO community, who have mocked the ufology crowd, have always put them into the very fringe of the very fringe, is now all of a sudden, in lockstep, the Mockingbird beat Media, it's aliens, it's aliens. It's an alien. The UFO was shot down. The UFO was shot down. F-16, F-16. And that's how you know the grift is on. And why is this all about? It is to, again, they can go to Congress, and say, we need a bigger defense budget. $800 billion is not enough. We need a trillion. We need $5 trillion. We need $20 trillion in defense. Because we need to put weapons in space. Even though this country lacks the engineering know-how or the talent to put weapons in space. Even though this country lacks the engineering talent or know-how to even field an advanced next-generation war, but they need to keep the grift going. That's right. It's like when 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 Northrop Grumman, right, when Northrop debuted the new B two stealth bomber replacement, <laughs> the B twenty-one Raider. It's invisible to radar. No such thing. as a marketing term. There is no plane on God's green earth that is invisible to radar. Shocker, isn't it? I know. I know. But the B-21 Raider, and what did they show you? A mock-up. A non-flying model that they just pulled the curtain back on and everybody's going out. What does that do? It increased stock prices. Oh, yeah. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's all about the stock prices. You see, this is the country of grift. This is a, this is a, a, a 2 to $4 trillion economy masquerading as a $31 trillion hyperpower. And it's not. America, you have a date with destiny. And nothing you do is ever going to cancel that date. Nothing you do is ever going to take you out of the trajectory that you are in. You are in a nosedive. And there is no more autopilot. There is no safety net. There is no parachute that's going to come out. There is no white hat. There is no white horse. There is no white and shining armor. There's none of that. You are in a trajectory. Why? Because you fell asleep at the wheel, and you owe America. You thought it was cute in the 60s when they burned bras and ran through the hallways. You thought it was cute when drugs began to infiltrate your streets. And, and many have warned, hey, yo, yo, look, man, the CIA is involved in the drug trade. Stop it. That's, that's just fine. They're just killing more Democrat voters in the inner cities. You thought it was cute when liberal professors started taking over your college campuses and started, started indoctrinating your kids. you think it was cute. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, same-sex marriage. Wonderful. Yeah, love is love. A man wants to marry another man. A man wants to marry his horse. A man wants to marry a rock. It makes no difference. Love is love. You thought it was cute. You thought it was cute because it's Super Bowl Sunday and you go to church and your church is decorated like a fucking stadium. You thought it was cute. And now look at you. Look at you. Yeah. A dead, dying civilization far removed from your Christian roots. Far removed from reality. Far removed from the Constitution. Far removed from the Bill of Rights. Led by conmen. From the foundation to the topmost stone. That's where you are. That's where we are. There is no political solution for the United States. None. Absolutely none. And here's the thing you know, and this is one of the greatest signs that it's all coming apart that they're vertically integrating things, that they're trying to choke as much life out of the system. And for those that don't know, I, I live and work and butter my bread on the institutional side of things. And I've said it years ago. Back in 2018, I've been saying it, screaming from the mountaintops. My buddy, Algo Cowboy, can back me up on this one. And that is the crypto digital asset market is becoming an institutional game. It is an institutional game. It is not how it used to be. And now when I look at what is happening and people are, all oh, the crypto communities is gobsmacked. They got their jaws open and they can't believe it. Their, their pants have been pulled down to their ankles and they've been bent over. And the wire brush is being primed for a bludgeoning right up the rear ends of these crypto boys who thought, The good times are going to roll. All we have to do is capitulate to the U.S. government, to Washington, D.C., and Wall Street. And Wall Street and Washington is going to help us together to to create a more equitable, decentralized world that is free of governmental control, and it's going to be freedom for everybody. It's going to set everybody free. You own one Bitcoin one day, you're going to be a billionaire just with one Bitcoin. Everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be decentralized. Everything's going to be wonderful. And and it's going to be rainbows and unicorns, peaches and cream, and we could all live happily ever after. The end and now these guys with tears in their eyes are realizing that with every single crash of the freaking market every single bull trap that they put that these idiots keep blinding the dips until the dips are bludgeoning them until the dips are dipping them to a point like what Keynes said John Maynard Keynes once said and it was one of the best quotes ever the markets can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent and these guys are being dragged into the dip, the very dips of the deep, and being drowned. And here's what's happening: Operation Choke Points in full effect. And ever since that FTX thing, I told you that son of a bitch, Sam Bankman-Fried, Freed, is probably either a he's an unwitting a uh, uh, moron with some slight uh, uh, understanding of what 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 type of operation he was running. Right, but he wasn't the one pulling the you know pulling he wasn't the one pulling the strings or making the calls, or he's a conniving asshole. Either way, he's a jerk. He's an idiot. He's a moron. I I, I hope the I hope that he's uh he he gets what he deserves in jail. I hope somebody ass rapes him repeatedly for the rest of his life. But this is America. This is exceptional. Stan, guys like that don't go to jail. No, no, no. He's gonna go on an apology tour, folks. He's gonna go on an apology tour. And all the kids, and watch what happens on the Southern District Court of New York. The Southern Circuit, the jerkit Court. Oh, yeah, the jerkit Court of New York. Watch what they do to him. The Southern Jerkit Court. Oh, yeah. So what's been happening ever since FTX? Let me, let me give you a preview. Right now as I talk to you, one of my main liquidity providers, okay, who facilitates a lot of the deals for a lot of institutions, the SEC is investigating every fucking person on God's green earth right now. Because the asshole, Gary Ginsler, who is a shill, right? Because if he actually investigated financial crimes, Gary Ginsler's body would have been flushed. Oh, they'd be flushing his body. They'd be, pick, they'd be fl- you know, picking up his body from floating down the, in the Potomac. They'd be flushing his body out of the Potomac, right? If he actually invested financial crime, if he actually investigated it, right? But no, no, no. It's about curtailing competition. Why? Because the grift. All oh, that matters is the grift, baby. That's right. Let's talk about grift, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the taxes and the regulations that make me. Let's talk about grift. Let's talk about grift. Oh, yeah. So on December 6th, Senator Elizabeth Warren and John Kennedy, you know the John Kennedy's got a I got a smooth Southern voice, and I'm a Republican, so that makes me really cool because I say snarky little things to Joe Biden and the Biden administration, but at the end of the day, I walk lockstep with the Democrats when it comes to the things that really matter, which is the financial structure and the military-industrial-incompetent complex. I'm all with y'all. John Kennedy and Roger Marshall, they sent a letter to crypto-friendly bank Silvergate, scolding them for providing service to FTX and Alameda Research. The only thing Silvergate has ever done was open an account for bloody FTX or CIAX. Let's just call it what it is. CIAX and Alameda Research, right? Lambasting them for failing to report suspicious activities associated with those clients. And why would they report suspicious activities? Because one thing I do, see, they, they are hoping that you, the American public, you, the American sheep rock, has no idea how this system works. They're hoping that because you know, they know that the average American schlep rock has no idea what KYC and AML is. Let me explain some to you. When an, when an institution or or or, or a, a, a uh, 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 an exchange or a trading desk onboards into a financial institution like Silvergate Bank, like Signature Bank, like Metropolitan Bank, like uh, uh, you, uh you know Western Alliance Bank, like Metropo, uh, like uh, uh, uh what is it uh, uh, Customers Bank. I just named off all the crypto friendly banks in the United States and I've a few of them whined and dined me full disclosure. I know who these guys are. I can get on the phone with their CEOs and talk to them. I know them very well. Oh yeah. Been there, done that. And all of a sudden, you know, you got to understand these guys, when when, when you have a trading desk, we have an exchange on board with one of these financial institutions. They are kyc to hell. They look up your rear end. That's why when you try to open an account, with these guys, it takes weeks, months. I've, a, I, we, you know, we've on an institutional side, you know, with the institution that I'm a partner of. I, I remember, you know, submitting all the KYC AML documents in October and we're finally getting an account open in January. Okay. Why? Because they KYC the living shit out of you. So for them to all of a sudden say, you, you, we're going to scold you for providing services. this, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, right, because Silvergate shouldn't have that account. That account should be with all accounts going forward should only be with larger institutions. Oh, yeah. On December 7th, the next day, Signature Bank, a bank I'm very familiar with, a bank I know the execs with, a bank that I've sat down with their head of their digital assets with, a guy I've talked to I can call, and I know their inner work is here and there. Great bank, phenomenal bank in New York, right? Signature Bank, okay, one of the most active banks with crypto clientele. They announced their intent to basically, basically, to shell 50% of their crypto clients. Okay, this is this is a bank, folks. Okay, Signature was handling their crypto portfolio in terms of the companies they were handling. Okay, and and one of those companies is one of my institutional. Uh, liquidity is one of my institutional partners who does a couple of billion dollars in trading per week. Okay, and what does Signature do? Signature is cutting down their portfolio from 23 billion down to just 10, down to just 10, and they're exiting all stable coins. January 3rd, Happy New Year! Oh, yeah, the Fed, the FDIC, right? You know, the FDIC, the ones that insure your money, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're really insuring your money. Oh, yeah. And the OCC, they released a joint statement on the risks, the risks to the banks engaging with crypto, not explicitly, explicitly banning banks' ability to hold crypto or to deal with crypto clients, but strongly discouraging them from doing so on a safety and soundness basis. Right, because Enron was safe and sound, right, guys? Solyndra was safe and sound, right, guys? Oh, yeah, WorldCom was safe and sound, right, guys? Oh, yeah, right, right, uh huh, uh huh, right, right. The very, uh, yeah, 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 you know, and who else was say Lehman Brothers was safe and sound? So was Bear Stearns. I was safe and sound too, right? It was safe and sound, that's right, because you guys do a lot, of, a lot of, you know, risk and analysis when it comes to, you know, vetting these financial institutions, these crypto guys. Which is like point zero 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 one percent of all the financial markets. You do such a great job. That's right. And then and then and then January 9th, just a few days later, Metropolitan Bank gets hit. BAM! All of a sudden the feds come in, breaking the door, waving the four four, right? announces a total shutdown of its crypto asset related vertical why because the Fed squeezed the nuts of metropolitan commercial bank in new york another new york bank i'm very familiar with they squeezed their nuts and they twisted and said hey hey you so this is how it's going to be you're going to scuttle your crypto business well but what about our our clientele what what are we going to do with them? we don't care what you goes what you're going to do with them we don't care you're going to hand your business over to the larger banks but who's that that's going to be jp you're going to give it to the morgue. jp Morgue, and you're going to give it to goldman that's what you're going to give it to january 9th same day same same day as metropolitan was getting you know fed right you know i uh, you know um, um, january 9th metropolitan bank gets hit the same day they go back to silvergate and what do they, they 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 do a, and all of a sudden wall street does a concerted hit on Silvergate stock. And Silvergate stock goes from $160 a share down to 11 bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then on January the 21st, Binance announces that due to the policy at Signature Bank, which, you know, Binance holds an account at Signature, the liquidity provide my institutional partner, Helps supply Binance. There is one of the places that Binance actually gets their Bitcoin from. is is from one of the institutional partners that I'm very familiar with. I mean, I go visit these guys. We have lunch together. I've been in their offices. They know me. I know them. I can call them right now. They're on my phone. They're on speed dial. Binance announces that due to the policy of Signature Bank, they will only process user fiat transactions more than hundred thousand dollars. So, in other words, you got $99,999 sitting in Binance and crypto. You can't move it, buddy. You can't liquidate it. Go take your shit somewhere else. On January 27th, the Federal Reserve denies Crypto Bank custodias to your application to become a member of the Federal Reserve System, citing safety and soundness risk. Sorry, custodia. You're not Bear Stearns. You're not Lehman Brothers. You're not Solyndra. You're not Enron. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You don't get a seat at the grift. You can't have the grift. Crypto? We don't like crypto. That's right. Blockchain technology to a bankster is like garlic to a vampire. It's like holy water. It's like the sign of the cross to some demoniac. Okay? They don't want the blockchain. Blockchain schmuck chain. And then on January the 21st, what happened? The Federal Reserve denies the crypto bank, t- the, the, you know, again, the, they denied them the free application. And then on the 27th, again, it's the same freaking day. The same freaking day. The Kansas City Fed branch denies Custodi's application for the master account, which would have given them the ability to use the wholesale payment services and to hold reserves with the Fed directly. No, 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 that's not for you, Custodia, you little peon. I don't care how many billion you know, billionaire investors you have, Custodia. That's not for you. That's for the morgue. That's for the Goldman. That's for the B of A, you bitches. Oh, yeah. And on the same day again, on January 27th, the Fed issued a policy statement which discourages banks from holding crypto assets or issuing stable coins and broadens the authority to cover non-FDIC-insured states' chartered banks. A reaction to the Wyoming special purpose depository institutions like Custodia, which can hold crypto alongside fiat for its banking customers. Oh, yeah, we're going to just not only we're going to not going to allow you to join the Federal Reserve good old boys club Custodia, but we're going to choke the living shit out of you in Wyoming. You want to keep your crypto in Wyoming? That shit better not cross state lines, bitches. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. And then on the 27th, the 27th of January, the Fed was very busy. All again, hot on the heels of scam bankman fraud. Oh, yeah, scam bankman fraud, right? Hot on the heels of everything from FTX. We need to go after the crypto industry, blah, 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 blah. The National Economic Council, because they care about money, and they care about you, the average American. Remember what I said. Keep grift alive. We are a grifter. We are a poison to the world. We are the headquarters of Lucifer himself. We are the capital of Satanism. We are the blight on planet Earth. So in the National Economic Council, because they care about you, the average American, they love you, America, they love you. They release a policy statement. Not explicitly banning banks from serving crypto clients, but strongly discouraging banks from transacting with crypto assets directly or maintaining any exposure to crypto depositors. So in other words, you had a you had an account. In other words, what they're doing is they're making it impossible that if you're a business and you have a crypto, you know, you're dealing in digital assets, you are fucked. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're gonna have your accounts. You can't bank anywhere. Oh, I run a crypto business. Oh, that's great. I have ten billion dollars in Bitcoin but I cannot offload it. You're going to have a lot of crypto millionaires. They're going to be crypto millionaires, but they won't be able to liquidate. They will be sitting in their mother's basement. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And There are legal ways around this, but not for the average institution and not for the average American. On February 2nd, the DOJ's fraud unit. Oh, yeah, now February. (laughs) You thought January 27th was busy. Wait till you get into February, folks. What happens, right? The fraud unit announces an investigation to Silvergate. Silvergate's got to die. They're gonna kill Silvergate. February 6th, Binance suspends USD bank transfers uh-huh, for retail clients. Uh-huh. February 7th, Jan- uh, the January 27th Fed statement is entered into the Federal Register. Turning the policy statement into a final rule. Nail in the coffin with no congressional review or public notice or comment. Period. Punto final. That's it. Okay. That's it. It's part of the Federal Register. They literally, unconstitutionally, without even telling Congress, and Congress controls the power of the purse. Congress controls so many of interstate commerce. The fucking Fed put a nail into the coffin of much of the crypto industry in this country. What that means, they're going to stifle innovation and only the big boys. So if you're a holder of Bitcoin, hey, you, you got an early, you're going to do good. You're going to do good. All those early investors you got in, you got in at like, you know, 8,000, 9,000 that late, you're good. You're going to be good money because Bitcoin is going to go to 85,000. It's going to go to 100,000. It's going to go to 200,000 but it's going to be out of reach now all the johnny come lately hey i want to get involved with this crypto stuff how do i get it well why sir do you want to buy bitcoin at uh at three hundred thousand dollars when you could buy a facsimile of not only bitcoin but ethereum and a few other coins that we so love and adore you can buy this etf card you can check it out at your local grocers when you're standing in line in kroger you can pick it up from the side where the gift cards are sold and you too can now own the J.P. Morgan, the Goldman Sachs, the B of A, the Merrill Lynch. Oh, yes, 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 the Solomon Brothers. You can have their crypto ETF with the blessings. You can do a Fidelity retirement account that puts money in crypto ETFs. Right. Right, because that's for you, you average fucking worthless schlep American. That's what they say to you. That's what they look at you. They hate you. They hate you you they hate me they hate us they have nothing but disdain for us it's a club and like carlin said and we ain't in it february 8th protego and paxos applications to follow anchorage and obtain full approval to become a national trust banks are still outstanding Right. Paxos is pretty interesting, right? They're a major player. They actually put out a gold-backed stablecoin, right? And they've applied to become a national trust bank similar to Prime Trust where they can have um you know, they can have a uh, uh you know, uh, you know crypto uh accounts or you know other you know financial institutions can onboard with them. If you're a a, a trading desk, if you're an exchange, you can onboard with Paxos and and have an account. They wanted to be a trust bank. Guess what? That application has been outstanding for the last 18, 19 months. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. And then hot on that here. Oh yeah. Because they love you. They love you. They love you, American people. Oh yeah. The SEC announces, okay. This is what I love because everything is a security in the eyes of Gary Ginsler. Gary the Grinch Ginsler. Gary Grinchler. Gary Grinchler. That's his name. SEC warns against including crypto and in assets in retirement accounts. Oh, yeah. If you have a retirement account, a self directed retirement account, a Roth IRA, whatever, you have, you have any ideas of putting some crypto in there? <laughs> you can forget about it, Buckaroo. Effectively killing. A lot of companies like my buddy Gus who who helps people get into retirement accounts and helps people fund their accounts with precious metals, with crypto and real estate and all these other alternative assets, right? That's all going bye-bye. All going bye-bye. Why? Because they don't want you owning. They don't want... See, the, the grifters are scared of us because out from us, could come real competition with real innovation that really works, that's based on reality, and that could expose the grift for what it is. So the grifters have to make it impossible for us to do business. The cost of doing business have to be so high that it becomes economically unfeasible for us to even compete in their realm. And all the crypto schmucks that I told them and I warned them several times... Hell, when I was in consensus three years ago, big consensus meeting in Manhattan, and I was sitting at the, you know, having after uh, meetings, you know, right at at, uh, at Two Faces Bar, right down the street from where consensus was. Great bar, by the way, in Manhattan, and amazing food. Holy cow! And we're sitting there. we at that time. I was, you know, you know, I was having a beer. I was uh, I was having some beer. I was having some wings. I was having some you know, some clam casinos, and we were talking. And right before me was eight of some of the top guys that are in the industry on the institutional side. I said that the problem with us and the problem with the industry, gentlemen, is that we are running to legacy finance and we are running to Uncle Sam, Uncle Schmuck, to give us the permission and the green light for us to conduct our business day to day. This is going to bite us in the ass because they're not about sharing their space. They're about controlling the space because the grift has to go on. And our industry exposes the grift. And they can't have that. Our industry empowers the average American because the average American has very little exploits left. And they can't have that. So this is where we are in this country. A sad, state of affairs a fake economy run by grifters a fake military run by grifters a fake intelligence agencies run by grifters fake regulators run by grifters fake politicians run by grifters and we have half the population are brain dead the other 40% are semi-awake they understand they're fucked But they have no way of trying to correct the shit. They don't know what the hell to do. And there's a small percentage that are aware, they're awake, and they're going to fight like hell to the end to the last person. And there's going to be an even smaller percentage that say, you know what? Fuck this place. Who gives a shit? I'm done. I'm over. And they're going to go elsewhere like their ancestors did when they woke up in Europe 150 years ago. And they woke up and they looked around like, you know what? This place really sucks. There's no jobs for me. Everything's dilapidated. Everything's in a, in, a, in, a, in a state of disrepair. People are insane and crazy. I'm going to hop on a boat, take my chances on the Atlantic, and wind up in a place called Ellis Island. Hopefully, they'll let me in. That's what some of your ancestors did. You might want to consider what you want to do. And That's what I got to say. Anyway, uh, any questions in the chat? I will take some questions before I close out. Good God, man! I was ranting for like an hour. <laughs> you know, Annie, I, I I was I was thinking about not leaving either, but you know, as like yesterday, the other day, the other day, uh, the the misses and I were lamenting about New York. We're lamenting about the beauty of New York. I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for New York. I love New York. New York gave me the grit. Gave me the absolute viciousness in terms of dealing with business, in terms of dealing with reality and being as blunt and as honest as possible. And I was lamenting where New York is right now, and I was lamenting the food, the culture, all that. It's just amazing stuff. And now it's just it's just terrible. You know? Why are they freezing why are they freezing uh 401ks and you cannot withdraw with penalty? You cannot withdraw. That's a good question. Uh, If they're freezing 401ks, that was... um, There's probably a solvency issue somewhere, which is the the whole thing. Uh, Litecoin. uh, I have to follow up on that. That's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. How can you make money in this scenario? Well, Cowboy and I are going to be launching something that's going to be pretty amazing. And I want all of you... To jump in because there's no grift there A grifter Takes your money Doesn't teach you shit And keeps everything in the dark Never shows you how the sausage is made Cowboy and I are going to, te- are going to teach you Not only how to make sausage But to make brajol, To make some shui dal, To make some calzones we're, we're, we're going to lay out a table for you guys And you guys are going to enjoy it Because you're going to need as much additional forms of income as you possibly can uh, make sure you're you're a foreign business individual not a refugee absolutely 100 man ny gave me my edge brother that is that is a fact where do you suggest we go there are many places you can go outside of the west lots of places um it just you just need some time to open up i mean you know I, i've been you know ranting and raving let me show you guys something right I've been ranting and raving I, I you know ranting and raving about UAE for some time because you got to understand a lot of the stuff that people talk about, you know. Look, real freedom is economic freedom, right? Um and real freedom is what you can do with your money. And if you can work remotely, if you can sit on a beach in Bali, look, there are places in Asia you can go, Malaysia, you can go to you know uh uh the places like in like Indonesia, um Singapore is fucking expensive, so you, you know you, uh, you, there's places in Central South America you can go to, right? But me, I like civilization, right? I like civilization, and Mexico is going to be a viable option for absolutely for uh, liquidating uh uh. Uh, cryptos absolutely you know there, there's there's some great exchanges mexico is going to be a wonderful option once the u.s collapses and tío del norte is not there to buy all the drugs okay you know so personally i like uae a lot um i think it, it checks all the boxes for me but when i go there i'm not going to be the citizen of the uae right the key is to have multiple passports to see the key is to spread your wealth around you know so if you if you go to uae hell have a, a an account in Costa Rica as well, you know, um, have an account. Uh, uh, yeah, Nicaragua is a, is a pretty good place as well, you know, and, and you know, there's so many options, but you got to go, you know, to me, it's like economic uh, freedom is important. You know, I like to go with a, with a, um, where you know, where government is, is, is fosters innovation and economic growth. And that's that's what's important to me, you know. So, I don't know. One of these days, we'll do a show. I'll get some experts on. I, I there's experts that I've been dealing with for the last decade or so <clears throat> that does a lot of offshoring, and we can probably go country by country, region by region, run through up and down Central and South America. Maybe we'll make a, a whole thing about that. Uh, I, I got friends of mine, like one of my major uh, web developers. Uh, you know, he he lives in Colombia right now. He was in Vegas. He moved to Colombia, and you know, he's doing very well for himself. Um, the, you know, so there's pros and cons to everything, but it's never, it's never, um, uh, what is it called? It's uh, never lack of resources, it's always lack of resourcefulness, you know, and that that's the that that is the thing, you know. Um, any other questions, guys? Yes, they are experts. You know, one of whom wrote a several books. He's a several he's he's been an author about uh offshoring. He's a probably the global expert on offshoring. He's offshored over 1500 of my clientele. Um he's been on uh years ago he was on CNN, he was on Fox Business. Uh guys very well known. He's he is the best at setting up offshore entities. Uh, so yeah, uh, he is an expert, 100 percent He's not some some person. Another is a is a is a is a law firm that I deal with as well. Uh, their masters are creating trust accounts. They've been in the offshoring business for 106 years. 106 years. So if you want to get out, uh, probably best before the current. Yes, if you wanted to get the hell out. I mean, look, I, I firmly believe you know, the next two years are are, are critical, you know, whatever you got to do, man, you got to raise as much cash as possible. You know, if you're sitting on junk in your house that you can offload, offload it, man, offload it. XRP is, well, I can't give you investment advice, but I'll, I'm bullish on XRP. I think it's going to be uh, utilized. And a lot of experts will say that you know, you can utilize it as 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 a powerful alternative for for Swift and whatnot. You could sue. You could actually take your hubby's retirement and go offshore and live extremely comfortable. You'll get your. You'll give yourself a fifty percent pay raise by getting out of the country. Fifty percent. You could absolutely do it, and there's ways to do it. People think I can't move my money. No, there are ways you can you Know take your money offshore, that is not a problem. Not a problem. Bill knows this very well, trust is extremely important. Uh, cowboy, it says, When I'll start Banana Coin, uh, I'm working on it. Give me some time, man. Stop rushing me, bro. Seriously. Uh, let me see here. Um uh, XRP is not a Rothschild coin. It, it is set up by a lot of, leg- you know, guys with connections to banking. You know, you don't want to be dogmatic in this in this game. You want to be pragmatic. So, if the bankers say, "Hey, you know what? You can make a lot of XRP uh, money on XRP," then fucking get it, man. You know, like like people. Saying, I won't trade in the stock market because it's it's morally re- reprehensible. Well, this is not about ethics, man. If you want to make, you know, I always tell people this, if you want to make it about ethics, you're in the wrong game. You're going to, you're going to die broke. You're going to die broke. You know, break, you know, my whole thing is break the rules. Don't break the law, right? It's not about ethics. through the hell with ethics? The, the system has no ethics. The system has unethically decided that it's going to screw you over as hard as possible. So do not get caught up on dogmatics. If, so what? Let's just say, let's just say, uh, you know, Mayor de Amschild the Rothschild was, resurrected from the dead and jacob Rothschild, uh who was also resurrected from the dead and they came together and they created xrp and they're going to put it out there and you can buy it for 41 cents but you know in the next two years that thing could go to like five to ten bucks in the next two years oh my god what do i sign I'll, I'll i'll buy it at 41 cents and sell it at five bucks I'll make a killing yeah wash rinse repeat be pragmatic Let me see here. Um, Exactly. Make the money. Get paid. Get paid. Uh, Any other questions, folks? If not, we'll have Eret at 2 p.m. Matthew Eret at 2 p.m. And with that being said, oh, here's another thing. I want to play this to you guys real quick. This is cool. I want people to understand this. Thanks to the neocons, you know, when we needed them the most, right? We could have had a powerful ally. But thanks to neocons and the American media for fucking it up like they always do. Yes, 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 yes. Let me, let me play something for you guys.
1: Watch this. Instances were like they were misquoting, you know, verses from the Quran. Who was misquoting verses? Mainstream media. Really? One was like, kill the infidel, strike their necks wherever you find them. Yes, that does say that in the book. But they're not talking about Christians. Christians were not considered infidels in Islam. Who were they talking about? They were talking about the other pagan Arabs that were trying to destroy the Prophet Muhammad who was bringing monotheism. So in that verse, they were at a battle, if I'm not mistaken, it was called Badr. It was the Battle of Badr. And God says in the Quran, he commands the angels, go and support the forces because they're outnumbered. And I commanded the angels to strike the infidel. He wasn't even commanding the Muslims. (laughs) And they use that verse in the mainstream media to make you think as an American that the Muslims are, are coming to kill you but I'll give you a quote that it does say speak kindly to the Christian for they are the closest to you in faith amongst them. You will find men of reason and education. That's in the Holy Quran. When's the last time you saw that on the news? I saw instances where like they were misquoting. There you go. And this is why it's shocking.
0: We're here in the United States. Some drag queen story, hour trans you know, species, interracial, lesbian, whatever, can hold, can have a t-shirt saying that Jesus is gay and walk down the street and nobody would do nothing. Why? Because this church, like the country, has been cucked. It's been completely cucked. You wear a Jesus is gay t-shirt in the UAE, chances are you're going to get punched in the face. And it'll be a Muslim guy that punches you in the face. That's a fact, Jack. And he's absolutely right. Mingto, somebody really loves to share the shit between Christians and Muslims. And thanks to the neocons and a certain lobby, a certain lobby, a certain lobby that belongs to a certain tiny country the size of New Jersey. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. You guys could do the rest. And with that being said, Matthew Rarrett is on today, 2 p.m. Be there or be square. When that, we are over and out. I'm over and out. Take it away myself.